Welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us tonight, everybody. It's Saturday night here at the ballpark. And uh, I just wanted to say it feels good to be in the saddle tonight, but itching to do a show. We've got a lot to cover, so we're going to jump right into it. The big topic, of course, is Crumpus playing at the polo grounds. I gotta mention the polo grounds. Biscardi just mentioned it, yeah, and I turned it into that? a whole thing. I didn't get that. That took over the entire the theme little, of the I episode. Like that was another little inside joke that you guys had that I just didn't. No, no, I was just like, all I did was mention the polo sure. grounds, and I'm like, wait, what's with the polo grounds? All we were doing was talking baseball. The the pole, it was where the, the stadium where jo- the Giants played. Yeah. And the Jets used to play before they had Jets. It closed down long after the uh, the Giants left for San Francisco because um, the Jets played there before they they went out to Jersey. Sure. So they closed it. They closed down uh, the Polo Grounds in like 1962, I think it was. Yeah. But I wanted to get started. Reason, I brought oh. that for a second. It, it made no sense. <laughs> I just that I. Made it a thing. I just had it. I thought it was so cool that he did these facts. I'm like, how does he know that? I think we um, could do like a whole bunch of shows on how you come up with the titles for the yes. 100 episodes yes. you've done. Some of it is so like clever and interesting, and you really have to listen to the whole episode to understand why the title is what it is. Sometimes you it makes no sense. People don't tune out. Right. Yeah, you got to find out why it's there. One was like. Um, mm-hmm. Jail toast doesn't even make sense. Jail toast, but <laughs> the one. Oh, whatever. Yeah, we're sidetracking. Right. Big time. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, we had a lot to get into. First of all, tweet us at the underscore of the podcastle, and we always kick off with the news. And if Mike's up for us, I want to talk about New York because one of the goddies had a bit of a an event oh, yes, this week, did. and I, I didn't so, read the story because I, I wanted you to break it for me. Langster. So John Gotti got pinched again. Oops. Another one. Now, how many kids uh, does he Gotti's are there? Yeah, every there's always a John Gotti. And what's really annoying is that even the on yellow kids, uh, they they go by Gotti on yellow, but like their stage <laughs> name for um, their little showbiz careers in reality TV, they like Gotti. Growing up, Gotti. Yeah, and even um, even the real John Gotti. There's an old prison interview where he he says to uh, his daughter Victoria. He goes, you use your own. You use your father's name. You don't want to face no scrutiny. What do you, your kids name Gotti for? They should, they should have their name Agnello. Oh wow! He wanted to distance them from the name. Yeah, and so she was married to a guy named Carmine on Yellow, and he was a short-time uh, mobster who quickly went away. Yeah, and then they divorced. Anyway, so yeah, John Gotti. I don't know if he's John Gotti the Third or, or John. Uh, Jacob Jingle Gotti whatever Gotti but he's Peter Gotti's son and he okay. lives in the old house of John Gotti Peter Gotti was the good boy he was a guy who wasn't mobbed up uh, he, he he didn't get into trouble but he, he gave birth to this really punk roided out juice head of Howard Beach Queens and yeah. um, this kid was running he had two things he had a business selling uh Painkillers. He got busted on uh, hydrocodone. Oh, so I, good. Yeah, I've taken that one too. And <laughs> so good. 
It is, and, and people will pay for painkillers. It's the new crack. Oh, yeah. If you lose your zest for the spoken word, you must never lose your zest for the fiery juicy. Um, so anyway, they busted him, and he was running a front out of some tattoo shop in Howard Beach. And what I found really funny, uh, let's see if we could find it. He's not somebody I follow on Twitter. But the like day before it. he got pinched, he put up this ridiculous tweet about um, the tragedy of this Karina Vitrano, who incidentally, she had a funeral today. So that's kind of a Oh, trend. yeah. Um, but he had something to say. He goes, I, I'll have to, I wonder if I can find the tweet. He says, you know, this wouldn't have happened if they hadn't locked up all the good guys and taken them away. You know, it was a time people feared Howard Beach. This never would have happened. And I'm like, yeah, what's this kid talking about the, the good old days for? He was 22 years old. Yeah, I've just read so he's 23. The days. I mean, he, even when his, his grandfather went to jail, he wasn't even born yet. Yeah, he was yeah, a little baby. lame. Yeah. It, it looks like uh, he said Ventrano was dropped dead gorgeous and a sweetheart. Uh, God, he called the victim's father. A real man said the dad was trying to hold it together. But then off in these tweets about, the, like you said, the good old days. He blame, blames the cops. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they, they busted up your criminal activity. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, right. He's the so godson of, of God. That he's getting from grandson. Uh, followers or whoever, and, the, and they're all saying... Does this kid realize that if his grandfather was still alive and he found out that his his home was raided because you know Big John was didn't bring the he didn't bring the business home um, he was he didn't actually even allow any uh, any of his crew members into his home except for I think it, when his son Frank died but when uh, that was probably oh. the home time outside of that really? they were they just did home so they, they found this guy brought. Well, Hard to do business home, and uh, he probably would have had quite an ass whooping. Yeah, his his legacy, he didn't really do the name any favors. 500. Oh, he had Oxycontin, that's pretty heavy stuff, and 40 grand in cash in the house. Oh, so this is the same house that Gambino that Gotti lived when he ruled the the underworld. Yeah, I guess the son Peter inherited it. Okay. So he went to blame the NYPD for the decline of his grandfather's stomping grounds. Uh, he's saying they're worse than gangsters. God, he said that his last name was, was, the, was still the good. FBI that brought him down. <laughs> NYPD. Yeah, little... right. That's like Tom Brady going, I blame the loss uh, the right. Super Bowl on Michael Strahan. I blame yeah, it on right. him. It's like, well, yeah, because he just did what he's supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. a cop busted you for exactly. breaking the ball. You loser. Right. You wankster. Exactly. Pretend thug. Drug dealer. Yeah, right. Weak, lame drug dealer. Get a piece. Stop being a bitch. Right. You're 22. The guy's such, a man yeah, and he's just such a punk. You know, he's, he's totally roided out, like everybody else is on uh, something. Juice yeah, up, he looks like, like, like it. A Jersey Shore extra. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the situation. Jim yeah. Tan Laundry and Pills. GTLP. So I don't know how much time he's facing, but you know I don't think he's going to be able to wash this away for, with uh, Bruce Cutler. Yeah, 
Cutler. So this I whole thing up, stinks. I just step away for a sec. Um, what did he get pinched for? Selling pills, selling Vicodin. Selling yeah, painkillers. He ran a front. He had some kind yeah, of co-ownership in a tattoo parlor down in Howard Beach, and uh, Howard I don't know if he's Beach. stealing out of there or what. But. Sounds like a pretty good business model. And Howard Beach you tattoo, and you get a couple pills. Sorry, John. Howard, Howard Beach used to be a uh, um, uh, like a like a ghetto, like a bad place or, or a nice place. Well, it was a ghetto for Italian people. It was it was an Italian ghetto that right now you know nothing is full blooded Italian anymore. Not even Bensonhurst has been taken over by. Is it so dark? The correct term, Orientals, Asians. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That just happens to be a fact now. Is it dark? Is it a little darker now? Is it Let dark? Show you, like they're of the. Svengali influence. <laughs> What's the correct term? Hey, you know how you know how Oriental is Asian. The old term was Oriental, but it's considered racist now. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Like saying an Oriental rug racist. is like a racist term. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I didn't know that till about five years ago when I moved to LA. I was like, yeah, there's this Oriental person. And they're like, that's racist. <laughs> oh, what is it? They said Asian, but technically, if you're Iraq, is in Asia. So if you're Iraqi, you're technically an Asian. So why go from the Orient, which is a specific region? I'm not saying I'm for the term, but then broadening it to Asian because Asian covers yeah, Russians. Right. I yeah, mean, how does that make like, sense? Isn't that more specific if you're yeah. Oriental? Can't you just but... say yellow? Right. That's like way easier. I think the Middle East needs to be its own <laughs> continent. Number one, because they're Caucasian, according yeah. to the census tests. Yes. And, oh, that's that's that's. They're not nonsense. really Europe. They're not Africa. They're not Asia. Well, Egypt is Africa. And that's right. the Middle East. But, you know, Turkey's not really Europe either. Oh, yeah, no. they are the bridge of nationalities. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is it, Turkey still considered Europe? It, it is, but, I mean, yeah. at least but half they, of it. They're right in the middle there, you know? Like, they right. connect the exact friends they from their enemies. Together. <laughs> exactly. That's a far cry from uh, from Poland. <laughs> yeah. But, so, so God got arrested in, in New York. It's kind of an interesting story. Um, yeah, the whole... Thing that I, I like interesting the... was that tweet of, yeah, in the old days this wouldn't have happened. It's all the cops' fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's their fault. Thought... No responsibility here. <laughs> um, they weren't gangsters anymore. I thought they just had their own reality show because they were just rich kids of a day. Yeah, but gangster. this kid was an unknown. He had nothing to do with any of that. Again, oh, his nice father though. was the good sport. Soaking that tea. And really, that was just those are Victoria Gotti's kids, and she's all about the glam life because she lives off of her father's name. That's she a racket too. Married name, she became a, a writer. She's not yeah, not a terribly educated Clam? woman. It's a racket uh, too, though. You know, yeah. you're, you're you're don't really have much talent. You're making a lot of money off of exploiting a name. It's kind of a racket. You're keeping yeah. the business going right. in a watered down way. But so many so, people do it. Oh yeah, uh, and so. it's funny if you look at the kids now. They were skinny boys back. You know, the, I think they aired that show maybe the last one eleven years ago or so, and they did a reunion. I think a year ago. Yeah, that, I, I awesome didn't really watch blowback it. hair. Right, the 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 blowout. Oh. So now they're now they're <laughs> all ridiculously huge. Um, the other John John uh, Gotti on yellow, the uh, the kid who I think is now actually a lawyer. He, uh, he's, he's insanely juiced up. He's actually a short kid, but as I, I looked at him, I'm like, my God, it's like he, I don't think there, there's any 
any blood in his veins. It's just all juice. Yeah, he's just a piece of machinery. Right. The other one, Carmine, is such a wannabe gangster. Like, he wants to be a... Oh, him. Yeah, that hair. But if you look at the guy, I mean, he's the oldest of the sons. He is... He looks a lot like his father. And he is... He, you know, wears the the silk suits, the the Brioni outside to go get the paper or or just to go to... uh, I don't know. We go. Bruno Maglia. What's left in? Yeah, what's left in Howard Beach? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I got a um, comment. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm not gonna mention any names, but there's somebody in the, in my home right now doing the dishes of the Mexican descent, and in Biscardi's house, there's someone of the same descent doing <laughs> wow. dishes. <too. laughs> wow. All right, I'm done. Uh, but that's what's going on in New York. <laughs> the world. Yes. Um, I just heard the dishes in the other room, and then I saw that, so I'm, I'm sorry. But uh, So what's going on down there in the algae-infested Zika place of Boynton Beach? Well, that damn Zika. I actually went in the ocean today. I probably caught myself a good scooping helping of uh, Zika. No. Did you? It was beautiful. Yeah. I you mean, went fishing? I, it's in Lake Okeechobee. That's like a mile and a half west of me. So I don't That's like really... the winner of the spelling bee right there has to spell Yeah. Lake Okeechobee. Yeah. It's huge. It's a huge hole in the middle of Florida and you know, filled with water. Florida oh, cities rank oh, among best in U.S. for pet lovers. And is anyone surprised by that? I mean, don't you think there's going to be more people with pets in weather that's nice? Because you yeah. can take them outside. Florida's been voted the number one state of pets? Among the best. I don't know if I have a list here for you, Matthew, but it is, uh, you know, among the best. Top 100, top 10. Okay. All right. While compared the 100 largest cities in the U.S. in terms of cost of pet health care and insurance availability for services such as vets and pet-friendly businesses. So That's amazing down here. There's so many businesses where it's like, bring your dog to work day once a week. So you got a lot of annoying coworkers that you have to pretend to care about their shitty dog when they bring it in. Ugly, uh, smelly, dumb dogs. People, uh, that's I've had that happen before. Hey, look at my dog. Yeah, I'm not really a dog guy, but I guess we're doing this now. How you doing, Fluffy? Yeah, that's so funny. You love animals, but you don't really love the animal that everyone else loves. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Save the turtles. Yes. Save the man-eating sharks that don't care yeah. that you love sharks. They'll eat you anyway. I, I love cats. Uh, I'm a cat guy. You're either, I think yeah, you're a I dog man or a cat guy. I, I love cats. I, as much as I love cats, I don't want them. I mean, first of all, when I was a kid, I had uh, Himalayans and nothing to really replace them. They're cute. They, oh, at the end of the day, all they do is shit in a box. That's what a guy once told me. The more I thought about it, I said, well, yeah. I guess back then when I was a kid, I didn't have to clean the box. Yeah, I, I still don't. Now, That's why I love them. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, I would oh, never. Yeah. would never do Every day. Nope. Never done it. I was always the same way. Well, I'm like you, Clark. I was like, I'm more of a cat guy. They leave you alone. Dogs are like up your ass. But then you get a dog, and it's like, okay, I'm bad. I love my parents' dog. I just, it, it, it's the. I think it's the walks. I don't think I could wake up tired and be like, oh yeah, I gotta take you out now. Yep. I couldn't do <laughs> That's it. That's the worst part. It really is, especially when it's the dead of winter. Yeah. And if you live on the fourth right. floor, like me. Oh. Yeah. But you're oh. you're a good good parent. Oh, yeah. Good times. I didn't, really have, I didn't really have a choice. And yeah, I love good. animals. I really do. I just I don't have any pets. Number one, I, uh, 
my building doesn't allow it. And I yeah. really don't have the time to take care of them. It's like kids. I like them, but I like to give them back. I have a, my mother's got a lovely dog. I like to give them back. No, they're amazing. Um, of course. I can't get the, I can't wait to get another one. Like, I can't wait to get a, go to a, get a house and get like a big dog, like a, like a husky, all white, name it ghost. Uh, it irritates me. Gase upset as Miami Dolphins often sputters in scrimmage. So this Dolphins team, they're still putting all their money in Ryan Tannehill, this guy who didn't play quarterback until junior year of college at, uh, I'm not sure where he went. But, uh, yeah, he was like a tight end, his high school, and then all the way up until a junior, and then he played quarterback and was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, he's been about average. And in a division with Tom Brady, you just can't be average. Yeah. But they paid him the Big Mac salary to eat a year ago. They're sucked into this guy for six years. Oh it will gosh. be interesting what happens if he does another, you know, nine and seven. If he screws it up. Eight and eight, you know, not mm. good enough. Especially with the yeah. rest of the division, the, the Bills jacked up, the Jets obviously. It's it's not gonna it's not getting any easier for them. Hey, do the Dolphins have um, not uh, to? And Mark Kong's. Anthony and Jennifer Lopez have any ownership left in the Dolphins? I don't know. I know they used to at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That was a big thing when they bought in, when they were a happy couple, and then like a year later they divorced. But I wonder if they still own any. I think they do. Um, I didn't realize they were shareholders. Yeah, there's yeah. like eight celebrities that own them. Will Smith, Big Willie. He owns Park oh, Dolphins. Kind of, I didn't know he had a hand in that. I didn't either. And Serena Williams, the, the, the sisters. Oh. Forget who else. Maybe Agasai and, and Grant. Agasai. The meth hand. Hey, I found a Pokemon today in oh, Rio. Oh, no. Oh, it was God. called a Zikachu. How are oh. we doing in here? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Hey, Karen. Uh, crazy. I'm so. wondering if there are any outbreaks right now, any cases of people. Are there? Because there are a lot of people in the water. I watched this morning for you know maybe about 10 minutes. I watched a little swimming and some of the bike race and I mean town looks beautiful to me I wouldn't mind going if I knew, didn't know any better yes I was watching Tariko and then I started watching other channels and they were in some weird yeah. dirty yeah. unfinished building looking places like because scary they didn't clean yeah. up their water one of the commitments to the Olympics was they would have to clean their water in time and they didn't meet that they, they did what they could but there's still right. a lot of filthy water there with mosquito beds. It's disgusting. I wouldn't go down there, man. See, I mean, the beach water looks good. It's Phew. sea green. And, of course, I'm watching Phew. the aerial view of it. Yeah. And, of course, the, and it, and the choppers are flying over it. And there are a lot of bodies in there. Floating it's Miami Beach. Mountains in the background. Yeah. yeah. But, a pretty place, but, I mean, no. Not going. What is a mosquito bed? Oh, yeah, my what God. The hell? It's disgusting. Like, what is I, I don't that? Even think I've, I, I never knew where that insect came from bees come from nests mosquitoes they just sort of appear out of thin air out of dirty water yeah yeah it's stagnant filth like a kmart shopping cart never been cleaned it's just disgusting all the fat here's one for you what would you guys rather do be in a room for an hour with one mosquito with the zika virus you could probably evade it or sleep one night in a shopping cart from Walmart with all those hands and fat asses touching it, sweating on it, 
for a night. Go. Wait, what hands? Oh, yeah. the, the hands that are touching the side of the the kids oh, oh, and the oh. yeah. I think I picked the the hour with a mosquito. I could I could evade one if I kept my eye on it. I could keep it away from me. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I trust my immune system against the low lifes at Walmart <laughs> and their and their germs. Not me. I know you're a germaphobe though. Yeah, I'm afraid of a bug that could give my children a seventh toe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the news in Florida. There's a yeah, lot of right. Zika babies. What, what else is happening there? Off to the Pacific, what's happening? Well, we got the Rams had their practice, and 10,000 people showed up to watch them play. That's uh, some pretty big numbers. It's the big news. Yeah. People are gearing up for that. Tickets are going to start being scalped soon. Uh-huh. And uh, Have they changed their uniforms? Uh, they changed their logo. I think the uniforms are the same. I could be very dead wrong. But Lee Baca, the former sheriff of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, has been indicted for conspiracy, obstruction of justice, and lying to the FBI. This guy was in charge. He's the top cop in L.A. for decades. And um, there's been a huge cover-up with the FBI uh, investigated prisoner abuse um, in L.A. And Uh. already five people... And dozens other have been either arrested or sentenced. One of the, the wow. second guy in charge just got five years. He ran for Congress last year. He's now in prison. Uh, big cover-up. Uh, undercover agents went into the jails, and they found there was abuse. And then there was a cover-up from the top brass, I guess. Wow. And Baca oh. is facing 20 years in prison. Dude, any time you think anyone is consistently good and clean... Yeah. The dirt just gets brushed out from under the rug. Even Brett Favre, we never thought it could right. a yeah. scandal could plague his name. But Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. Joe Paterno. Bill Cosby's not bad. Hillary he just enjoys Clinton. a strong drink with a date. Now he's awful. But you're right. It's just bizarre. Everybody's corrupt. And he has Alzheimer's now. Is, yeah. What? I think the most corrupt politician that ever graced the political spectrum was probably Buddy Chanchi. He's the former mayor of Providence, Rhode Island. He's been in, I think he's been in federal prison like twice. Buddy Chanchi? For what? Corruption, you know, Rico stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, that happened, I'm sure not on on that large of a scale, but there was a city in California called Bell where about three years ago a lot of the the council went to jail. The mayor, they created these salaries where they were making like $700,000 a year, like more than the president, what? which I'm okay with. I think if your city's doing well, you can pay people more. But this, they, they weren't doing well. This was during like the height of oh. L.A. As, you know, California is broke. And yeah, they were right. taking these like million-dollar salaries from the taxes. And they're like, no, it's legal. And mm-hmm. a federal judge was like, well, it's kind of fucked up. So it made him give it back, and some of them went to jail because it was just – Unethical, but it was technically right. legal. Technically yeah. legal, but it made no sense. It was just one a guy very, very that long. I follow on on Twitter. There's a few people that I follow, but uh, uh, Carrick, former commissioner Bruno Carrick, okay, was uh, the former New York police commissioner right after the uh, Giuliani administration. Actually, even during he was there during um, Giuliani nine eleven. Rudy, 
and he got arrested and, and indicted. And uh, I actually thought the guy was really a scumbag at first, but when I he got released, he started telling his story. I said, "Scumbag!" Good for this guy. He he really didn't do anything that wrong. He didn't deserve this. I mean, they threw him in solitary. He talks about when he was imprisoned, how he was playing with mice, living in in oh, a hole. Green mice, Mr. Jingles. Yeah, come here, Mr. Jingles. And. Uh, Oh, the guy did. All right, so he harbored an illegal immigrant. He had a mate, I guess. Okay. Was, uh, an illegal immigrant. But, he had Joe but, dip in his rice beans. He was somebody out. And there's more to it than that. But if you really read the guy's story, he's not a bad guy. And he's he's really devoted a lot of his time to, of course, on social media, trying to get his word out. And whenever he can get on the news to have a change in the system. And he builds a pretty good case. You know, you shouldn't be throwing it. the book at people who are maybe fixing a few I's and T's on their mortgage application. Because yeah, lowercase J's. You know, they're hey. newly just trying to buy a house. Um, and yeah. they're getting, you know, 20 years for mortgage fraud. Help a brother out here. I, I agree with you, Mike. I, don't, I think that's bullshit in a way. Help him out a little bit, give him a little leniency. Yeah, so I mean, guy, he got arrested, but you know, even the NYPD got taken down, and and uh, you know, that's not the first New York City Police Department corruption case, if you remember, back in the seventies. Oh. Yes, American gangster. Frank, yep. There was, you know, you know what's amazing about that is it was over half of the um, like three quarters of them. Three quarters were corrupt. I mean, that's yep. oh. on the take. Everything is corrupt. That's why, like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of silly when people say, like, crooked Hillary because they're all crooked. Like, right. you can't. The world is crooked. There is it, taking money is one thing. Possible. I think what they're really hitting Hillary on is money. That people died. And yeah. incidentally, I think I read somewhere, I don't know if it's bullshit news or not, but I guess one of the lead attorneys who was investigating her was found dead. Oh, there's a, there's a million of them. There's a whole website dedicated to it. Yeah, yeah again, it, it, real? I, I don't know, because it's not like it was on the cover of the post. It's real. Right. It is like, no, I mean, the, the the connection is whatever. Right. It could be, but there are number new, numerous people connected to the Clintons that have vanished in the wayside. Hey. I don't, it doesn't no, matter. Bill Moore just talked about it. That's why I know. He did? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Sure the Kennedys were the same way. Every powerful yes. family... I mean, right. they don't get powerful. Oh, the Kennedys would never do anything corrupt, John. Come on. Oh, wait. They were bootlegged. Oh, yes, the whole family's corrupt. Um, so that's going Sam on there. Sam kind of put them in office, and they yep. sent me back. Yep. Bobby wanted to stick the Washington Memorial right up their ass. And he actually owed them quite a bit of gratitude. So that's what's going on in the local news and national news. I uh, just want to chime in here to tweet us at the underscore the podcastle and uh, we're all in good moods here we're in a great thing and I hate to sour this up a little bit but something happened that I need to bring up with Michael's favorite shirt and it pisses me off too and I don't even know the story yet so if you could set us up and explain what the hell the fuck is wrong with people okay this this segment of what the hell is wrong with people is on a strictly personal basis, uh, mm. not in any headline anywhere, but I'm pretty sure everybody can relate somehow. 
Maybe not directly, Carly. If someone can, I'll be pretty surprised. I'll be pretty shocked if someone can. All right. So we had a little barbecue yesterday, and uh, it was a little afternoon thing with some office folk, and uh, it was turning out to be a great day. How many people? And I got, uh, I don't know, probably 24, 25. Oh, okay. Big crowd, man. So I got tasked out to go help out with the burgers and dogs on the grill, and I'm happy Mm -hmm. to do that. I don't mind working the grill. You like it? I get yeah, sweaty. I don't mind it. Hell, I get nervous. It does. I don't like being the only guy who right. has to serve everybody. You know, it, it, it sucks when you get tasked out at a By party. Yourself. Right. You got to do it all oh. yourself and you got to serve everybody and you're starving. No. Yeah, Everyone fuck that. Well done. Yeah. Sorry. Right. In this particular case, everybody got rare and I'll get into that. Mm. So, uh, mm. this guy I know, I'm just, I won't mention his name, just a. We'll say he's an Eastern European Jewish guy that I know, and he's on the grill. And uh, he's not so handy with a spatula. Uh-oh. <laughs> Already worried. I make pierogies. Don't let the uh, handle the grill. That makes no sense. Yeah. Get so, that. It's like letting the kid right. downs handle the math. Right. God forgive me. So I'm going down there to help. I'm like, Where? okay, so you got the, the dogs down. Go put them in a pan. Go send them up to, to everybody so they can start eating. All right, now we're on to the burgers. Hold on, there's no cheese on any of these? It's all just strictly hamburgers? No, no, the uh, cheese the, the, uh, upstairs in the fridge. Oh, so you got to put cold cheese on a, on a hot burger. Oh, no, uh, what a jerk. got to go up and get it. So I go up and I get it and I start, I'm like, all right, get out of the way here. And I'm right oh, over good. his shoulder throwing on some Monterey Jack good. there. And they're trying to say, to say, oh, yeah, but some people are allergic to it. I'm like, you got 100 patties here. To cheese? Yeah. I mean, you do half and half. Half just plain hamburgers, half cheeseburgers. People survive. Yeah. Allergic to cheese. Well, then maybe you just should be alive. Right. You don't deserve <laughs> to eat anyway. Starve yourself and die. Yeah. Like all the people allergic to peanuts. Maybe we can all just go like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm allergic to air. No one will be so, allergic anymore. He's right. got a spatula in his right hand. And I'm leaning over him, throwing on some slices of Monterey Jack there. And Ooh, good for I you. Yeah. And the smoke, I guess, is getting in his eyes, but he's got shades on. And uh, they, were, they were like goggles almost. So I just Rex said, Rex. you don't need to see. I'll see. And he starts waving the spatula with getting the smoke. The spatula is covered in grease. Covered. Wait, why is he waving this around like a jackass? And I'm right there, too. And you know how some grease well, yeah. gets up flames. He gets it in my eye, and, and I'm like, ah, oh, God, dude, you, you could have been burned. And then it's all like over my shirt, now, and I'm trying to tell him to stop, and he won't stop, and he keeps because <laughs> he's deaf. This kid is deaf as a doorknob. He's, like, he's one of those guys in real you life? have to repeat everything. Wait, he's like deaf and dumb uh, in real like uh, born that way, or just, he's just like he does, I want to tell him to wear a hearing aid. He won't do it. Why was he really shaking around like a jack o' weasel? Because the smoke was in his eye, and he's just like, oh, I don't care. And, and <laughs> I wish I could see that. Covered, oh, I know. In the, in the grease. And, what, and I wanted to hit him. I'm like, yeah. I said, you dipshit. Yeah. How do you not know that going like this with a spatula in grease? And he's smiling at me like, oh, ha, ha. Oh. Funny. And you should have put his hand it. right in the charcoal. So yeah. right there, I just drop everything. All right, well, to hell with you. You're on your own. No, no, no. Here, help me with this. I said, nope, sorry. See you later. And I, I go back inside, talk to the people, and tell them, I, I, can't, I hate the fact that I got asked to do this. I would have said, yo, um, I don't know why you're smiling, because you better wear that smile to the store that I bought this shirt at and go buy me a replacement. Yeah. You can't right. get that off of a nice shirt. It's there We're forever. still trying. I mean, again, my favorite oh. shirt. 
Still trying. Is this an no, older guy or like a guy in his twenties or uh, late thirties? And um, so he's already he's already kind of annoying by description. So, yeah, well, he's so codependent. I mean, he's the buddy, uh, but he's so codependent. Needs you to do everything for him. Always has a bad. Oh, uh, you know. He sounds can't, like that. Green card's about to be expired. He can't lift. Go like this to those. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, he was born. Slice but he them. Lived in Brooklyn for. Yeah. Slice them. Slice. Them. But anyway, so. Uh, Waving <laughs> his hand around. I'm looking at the the, the burgers too. I'm like those look a little rare. He basically just cooked one side, and instead of flipping it over, just threw them all in the tin pan. And what? then he gives it to me to to take upstairs. And anyway, so after we serve it, everybody oh. ends up in the barbecue said, "Who the hell cooked this?" Oh, of course, uh, I won't mention his name. Yeah. His name's not Vladimir, but we'll call him Vlad Goldstein. <laughs> and uh, Hyman. And so, um, I said, yeah, Vlad did it. Don't ever give that guy the grill ever again. I mean, those burgers were terrible. Everybody's, you know, pissed off. And, good. Oh, good. Like, good. I wasn't the only one. And good. I didn't call him out on this and be the only one angry at him because other people were pissed off. And I'm glad that else he knew. pissed people off, though, and it wasn't like, these right. burgers are great, Vlad. And you're like, no, they're not. It's just the not emperor's right. new clothes. He's weird. Right. He's nude. I'm glad that they they called him out on that. I, waving around though with a Stop spatula, right. say say there's no grease on it anyway. It, but just left, you could right, hit left, somebody. Right, it's such a, a a Jewy yenta. They're just flapping about with their hands and just yentering yeah. on. You know what you do when the smoke is billowing up like that? You step a little bit to your right or your left, and you do one of these where you just like. Do it out well, of your immediate face. Hand. His other hand was free. He had to smoke out. There was no grease on his hand. He used the spatula. That's what I mean. Right next to him. I don't know why. Buffoon. Buffoonery, or as his people would say, schmuck. I hope and I, schmuck. I, just, I couldn't forgive him for Schmackle. the rest of the day. I complained the rest of the afternoon about this, how he ruined my shirt. And then yeah, I that's took a... it to the laundromat afterwards, and I couldn't get it out. And then I took it to the dry cleaner, and the dry cleaner said, oh, no, you already launder it. it it's... It's too late, can't do anything, and I'm like, God. What? Yeah. So I'm still trying to get the spots. Yeah, the the laundry, the cleaners. After I went to the laundromat, I went to the cleaners to drop off. Oh, the oh they can't get and it off. And he's trying to make it make oh, me whole by saying, "So what? You, you you're. Uh, I, I got a shirt. Well, yeah, did you confront him? Closet. I got a shirt in my closet. If you want it, you can have it. I'm like, I don't want your ugly clothes. You wear ugly clothes. Yeah. Sure I don't want your Eastern European potato sex. He told me, boy, Schmackle. for a guy who was in the military, sure do complain a lot. And I just wanted to get my Oh, back. sounds like a real schnook. Yeah. For a Jew, you do. You sure do complain. So, nah, the expected right. amount. You weren't complaining in 1945 when we bailed you out of the camps, motherfucker. And then I changed my shirt and put on my, uh, a, a gym shirt. And it's it was my crop, one of my crop and God. T-shirt. Sweaty. And so he's looking later on. He sees my the T-shirt. I went, what's that? I'm like, it's, what, what's what? He goes, what's on your shirt? I'm like, you read Hebrew, so it's the, my my crop magash shirt. Oh. Your what? Oh, give, let me have that. Give it to me. What? I just wanted to keep it. Like, everything that came out of his mouth for the rest of the day, I just wanted to hit him. Yeah, you wanted you're, to break his teeth. Like you're, this guy is due two punches to the nose from yeah. you right now. He's in the hole. He's in debt. Yeah, he's due like, something. I, I really just don't know what's wrong with him. Does he have a every ailment under the sun for a guy who's not even forty yet? Oh, so... Does he have a cubicle in the office somewhere? 
No, it was a full full office, but uh, he needs some urine in his coffee. Is he the accountant? Yeah, accounts received. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will. I will get into the the position, but um, yeah. So waving his hand around mm-hmm. with a spatula and getting grease, I would probably yeah, my reflex would probably slap, slap him. That's the, the equivalent to being like with um, Picasso, and he starts doing that with his paintbrush as he's right. painting. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, how do you not know. It's like you're in front of the Jackson Pollock, you right? The canvas, and that's essentially what he did. And uh, again, no apology or anything. It was just, and even if, if he he did, he would give an, you know, totally insincere one. It was just that's oh here, quick, help me here, here, here. It's always he needs a hand. He always needs a favor here, here. And he's neurotic. And if you walk anywhere with him, he walks so damn slow. And he, hey, slow down, slow down. Oh, one of those guys. Yeah. You know, I can what? forgive the like. Thing of the shirt. If they said, "Look, dude, I am so sorry." Like the smoke. I, let me take it up to you, but the negligence of you know not even trying to help you—that's the real problem dude, here. I mean, yeah. you just ruined somebody's shirt. Tweet us. Tweet us if you have a buddy that just. Do you have a buddy that just takes so much tolerance? Yo, I. Yeah. You reach the end of your tether. You, you just—it's it's gone. You can't do it anymore. You can't. That is such a good topic because I had a friend here. My old roommate, Todd, who I, I talk about frequently, who just so many times I was like, this guy just, he, he contributes nothing to the, he's just a bloodsucker. Right. He just right. takes advantage like, of you. You're yeah, you're like, I want to help this guy out and like, kind of like help him stay in the, in, in the right direction of life because he could really go in the wrong direction. And they like just take it for granted and you got to right. cut people like that, man. You got a cup. Somebody yeah, like that. You got to slice them out. As soon as I got that grease on your shirt, I would have said, "Dude, how much was your shirt? Like, how much did that cost? I'll replace it." Like, yeah, I'm so it. sorry because I just ruined it. Right, exactly. And uh, all he says is, uh, "You can have a shirt. I don't really want it. It's like teal. You can have it in my office." I'm like, "I don't want your ugly shirt." Yeah, I'm yeah. Why like do you think I want your shit clothes? And, and, and again, it was so much more than just the property. It was just the attitude of the right. Well, and, and again. I'm like, seriously, what is wrong with you? I'm right over your shoulder. You can see that. Why would you be that stupid? And it gets in my eye. I got grease in my eye. And I'm yelling at him to stop. And he still did because he's so damn deaf. He hears nothing. Deaf and dumb. Every every time you say anything to him, he has to say what? And then he says what again? He sounds obnoxious. He sounds really obnoxious. Yeah, so. That's crap. Yeah, we got people like that. And there was one guy I did cut off, um, or who just again take it as John was talking about earlier, taking advantage when uh, I, I loaned my car to somebody for two weeks while I was away on wow. a business. Wow, you're a good friend. Yeah, I was away on a business thing, and uh, I didn't want to lend him the car. All I wanted was a parking space. That was it. So when I came back from the airport, I wasn't paying four hundred dollars at LaGuardia across the street for the month-long parking. Right. Um, or the two-week parking. Uh, he offers to leave it in his parking space. Of course, he offered this because he didn't have a car. He didn't want to get around his bus pass anymore. He got a free Audi. Can we see and, a bus pass, please? And so he he took, he took advantage. advantage. Drove, drove fast with the car, ran over a pothole, busted a brand new tire. Uh. Oh my gosh! Uh, he was so broke he couldn't uh. replace the tire right away. I had to actually. Uh. Right, I had to threaten That's the guy with a lawsuit to get 
the tire, and, and he didn't pay it two months later. That's so, fucked up. Dude, yeah. I, I, I had the same thing. Something happened like that. Guy rear-ended me on 95. I had to call him and his insurance five times a day for like yeah. a month to get them to pay for my, my dad. Ugh. And this needs to stop. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that they should be talking about at the elections. No right. mercy for these people. Right. None. It's like it just comes right out of their account. Like the police reported and it's, it's closed, their fault, yeah. your money. It's like the right. people that don't wave back when you let them go in front of you in traffic. They should be rear-ended and they should pay for it. They should yeah. be hung at high noon. Yeah, high noon. And, and this really pissed me off. One time, I, uh, maybe 10 years ago, I had a Cadillac at the time, and I was driving, inching my way into the Holland Tunnel in traffic. I'm heading out to Jersey Way, and uh, yeah. this, this guy sideswipes me, and he looks at me after I remember he that. It. He looks at me, and he just what? sort of shrugs his shoulders like, oh, well. Yeah, I remember that, man. I was really fired up about I, that story. I got out of the car, and I start yelling and screaming, like, man, what the hell? And are you going to get out of the car? And he he turns left at the light, and I chased him for a little while, enough to get his plate number. I said, okay, you know what? I, it's, it's nice I, can't, I can't threaten bystanders' lives here. Yeah, So you did the right thing. I had to slow it down. He clearly was booking it, trying to get away from me. I remember and, that story. I was really fired then, up about that. And so then I, I flagged down a couple of... Police officer. I asked actually a traffic. I don't know if I like to call them traffic cops. They're the traffic waivers. And I said, "Look, you got lovely readers on, on your radio. Can you radio in, your radio in a unit?" And then these two guys, young cops, in this in like their first year, and uh, they're looking at my car and they're just like, "Oh, well, that's that's mostly salt, isn't it?" I'm like, well, "Yes, there's some salt. It's the winter time. We're in January here, but nevertheless, you want uh -huh. to you can see the damage." And they didn't want to do anything about it. Like, their attitude was, well, you know, the guy was a dick. He just sort of drove off. You know, we know how you feel, but nothing can really oh, do yeah. about it. That's what I'm paying you for. That's what taxes are paying They didn't want to do for. anything. I, and that's, then. That's a huge problem up. in yep. New York where shit like that happens a hundred times a day. They just don't care. Oh, so yeah. then I talked to the insurance we'll company. And the insurance company runs a plate on this guy. And they find out that he's uninsured. Oh. And they just kind of. Worse. Yeah, they downplay my options here. You know, well, you could. The only option is you could take him to court, and that'll cost court. In Canada, like this is this is unbelievable. So they trace up to some guy in the Bronx. He's driving around without insurance. Hence the reason he fled the scene so quick. But they, you know, I hope they did no something. No justice. Because I sold the car once, and they the Albany threatened to take my license away once. Because they thought that I was driving without insurance, when in fact I had to prove that no, I drive a new vehicle now. Yeah, and it's uh, legit. you know why go after them? And this guy's probably just you know he got away with it. it was okay. Even the insurance companies, you said, know why? Well, you know, uh, yeah, do your job a little bit better. Why? Why, Joe? Right. Because they know the good people will pay up. Will pay up. That's what it is. The bad people yeah. won't. So they're like, man, yeah. there's people that suck. We can't do yeah. anything about it. Oh, the you know, I never thought about that. Dime. But you're right. They can't squeeze a dime out of them. Right. Like the, Let's like, start hashtag right here. Honest lives matter. Honest lives matter. Hash it yeah. on Twitter at honest lives matter. It's like the cops in LA. You, you know, there's a guy. Usually an undocumented guy in a, in, a, in a 1970 ice cream truck with no inspection rims selling shit to your children. Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem. They won't go after him. But you know who they'll go after? The, the little piggy bank, the little whitey going to work in the morning because they're little, uh, they can get some money out of them. Right. 
Well, I got this bill. The uh, the government says I owe $17. I missed a, a payment. I'll, I'll write that check right away. I'm going to send right. it in the morning. I'm Nordstrom! Sorry. I'm sorry. I missed <laughs> my payment. I better pay the piper. Nordstrom. Yeah, that pisses me off. Honest Lives Matter and the... the uh, um, because you don't think they're going to pay. Yeah, well, Nobody you still cares. committed a crime. Nobody cares. That's, that's what I hate the most. Nobody but it's a hit and run, it's... officer. It's a crime now. It's not about paying. He broke the law. Well, he's probably an asshole. Okay. I guess I'm footing this bill. So, that was good. That was a good, uh, good segment. Along with a lot of people out there. What are we going to do about it? Tweet us your suggestions. Tweet us your suggestions at the underscore podcastle, and we will discuss them. I wanted to move on to a little article I found, boys, if you're game. It's uh, you roll a whole lot of tourist attractions, obviously. We can yes. segue into yours as well. But there are certain museums dedicated to uh, certain films. Yeah. Mm. Um, here's a little list we put together. It's six really crappy tourist traps. Oh, no. From movies that you probably don't want to go to. And that's what we got to do more of. Not the best of, the worst right, of. the worst of. Some right. Start yeah. blasting. Give them the disrespect they deserve. John, your audio is cutting out a tad, so... All right, I'm going to hook back up to my mic. Sorry. Oh, good. Uh, the first one is from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The house that uh, Indian Connery, you know, his dad grew up in, uh, is a bed and breakfast now. Um, unfortunately, it's a very crappy bed and breakfast. Uh, oh, no. Yes. The film had Venice, Nazi castles, and a city carved into a cliff, and then this house, which has rooms like the Holy Grail room, um, all kinds of stuff, but there's nothing from the movie. Um, it's just an old house. Uh, it, it doesn't get a lot of visitors. They have the rooms called the Cortez and Coronado, but they're just blank kind of rooms. There's nothing exciting there. Right, either it's just like a regular bed and breakfast. Right, not exciting at all. No. So, that was Indiana Jones. Standard B and B. What's this doing? <laughs> what's this? What's Mike, this what's the doing? quote from Last Crusade? I don't think he even has burning books. He doesn't have. He's, he's wolfing down some some men of gold. Oh, men of gold. Here's one. Okay, the Twilight tour that doesn't show you anything from Twilight. Despite the best efforts of internet snark merchants, Twilight ended up, as you know, being a pretty big deal. The books and the movies were incredibly popular, a lot of money brought in. And so, as a result, the town of Forks, Washington, where it was filmed, has slapped a thick coat of Twilight on everything on it. There's Twilight bookstores, Twilight Barber, and you can go on tours to see them. But none of these places were actually in the movie, nor have anything to do with it. They just have the word Twilight there. Mm -hmm. So people go on tours, and they're extremely disappointed, because there's, they're just regular businesses with the word Twilight. But they're trying to milk that name. So that's a crappy place right there. I'll tell you what. If I owned a piece of real estate that was part of a movie, or inspired a movie, or whatever, let's say if I lived in the Amityville house, and I think I may have mentioned this in a on yeah. a previous show. Oh, I totally opened my yeah. doors up, and I tried. Oh, same here. Of course. Just, just uh, as uh, you know, James uh, Earl Jones describes at the end of uh, of Field of Dreams, <laughs> old people will come, right? You know, it's only twenty dollars a person. I charge a hundred bucks a head. Of course. And I know people would pay it. If you could buy the Amityville house and charge 
$100 per person a tour, two days a week, um, you can make some cash. Yeah. The Living Dead Museum has seen better days. Remember the uh, original Dawn of the Dead was filmed? Yeah. All of them. Were, but the original Dawn of the Dead was filmed in the Monroeville Mall in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And they had a museum in there, um, which had props from the movie, this and that. But the mall closed down, and the store was forced to reloc- relocate. So they relocated into a play, uh, Evans City, which is an hour away, and it's the crappy zombie museum ever. Um, mm. There's a few dummies, and there's wall with red hand paints on it, um, oh. and they're still trying to keep this alive. Like, well, we have stuff from Dawn of the Dead, and the only thing oh. there is some mannequins that weren't zombies, just mannequins from the oh store my God. Oh. that you could go see for, like, five bucks. And it's just... You Check out the article. It's on cracked.com. It, they're, just, they're holding on by a thread. Unless you have real zombies at the zombie museum, I'm not going. <laughs> There's nothing there. We oh, mentioned Field of Dreams. John, I think, mentioned yeah. before, you went to Iowa to the movie set, Field right? Dreams. It, was actually pretty, it wasn't, a, wasn't a bad trap. It was actually worth the trip. Goosebumps. We were the only ones there, too, yeah. and it was in the middle of the day, and it was, like, overcast, windy. It was perfect. It, it was... Yeah. It was great timing. Really yeah, that cool. doesn't go so down as the as a, one of the worst tourist traps. That that's, I guess. I'd be curious about that too. I would think it would be kind of boring because it's like, ah, it's a ball field. Well, the I movie mean, was good, but it's you know what, in the middle of nowhere, so maybe it's like we, that's the excitement it, there. It was yeah. the way that we did it. We were driving from Iowa back to Chicago because we flew from Chicago down. To, well, I went to down to Florida, but Agnew and all them went to Philly. But we drove through. So we stopped on the way, we walked, we took cool pictures, and then we got back in the car and left. It was perfect. Oh, it nice. Like we went out yeah. of our way to see. Right. right. That's, that is kind of cool. That's you didn't do a pilgrimage, specifically. I get that. I would, I would have done the same. That sounds pretty good. You know what's really a, 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 a big attraction for movie sets was the, the house in the second or the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm pretty sure the original one's a big tourist trap, too, but... A lot of tourists like to go find that house. It's somewhere outside of Austin, out in the sticks. And uh, people like to go up there, the, the fans, the cult fans. They like to look at that house. But in reality, there's a family that lives there, and you don't want to piss them off. Because they will come out with a shotgun. Yeah, so they're home. So I heard. I would, too. Uh, here's one. The Twister Museum is located in the oh. thirstiest town ever. In the town of Wakita, Oklahoma, there's an elderly local telling hapless visitors about the time Helen Hunt and the cow were attacked by a tornado. <laughs> this was 20 years ago, but to the town, the, this, the time was everything. And I can relate it, to, and you guys would get this, when signs filmed in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, everyone was like, Mel Gibson's in town! Yeah. Scarty and I tried to get on the set. We almost we pretty much did. But, um... Did you? Yeah. We did. We tried. Wow. Did you tell this story? Hmm. No. Well, we didn't. We uh, we drove up, but we we were driving yeah, around. We drove I was in to my find, car. To find, I think he we drove to find hiking. the set and, because we were big Shyamalan fans. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to go find the set, and uh, and, and we did. And um, yeah. did you see Mel smoking cigs? Yeah. Security, of course. Of we told him we were at the Bucks County Courier, and they're like, well, you have to get a press pass. Just talk to the lieutenant at the station. I was like, yes, I will. <laughs> Driving back to the parents' house now. Yeah. But a twist. What's up? It's like, shouldn't you know you need to get that from the lieutenant? 
No, they didn't because no, they're yokels. They just were like, well, press pass. We've never had oh, this before. Right. But Twister was filmed in this town of Wakita, and uh, they thought that people in this town were going to, this would be the new Hollywood revolution. They thought it was such a blockbuster that more films would be, you know, Hollywood would be coming here, which they didn't. So for two decades now, and still going, this town has um, refused to see the writing on the wall, and they take people on these tours, and no. most of the town is not in the movie, because if you remember the, in, the, in the film, they used a lot of models for the destroyed houses. Right. So they're just taking people through a town, saying Twister's here, but there's actually nothing from the movie except for a small museum, which has like a few models of ravaged tornado buildings. That's it. That's the Twister tour. Yeah. Like, I don't remember this part in the movie. I don't remember them being here. It was there, Sonny! <laughs> Respect your dick. really here. Well, then why are we here? Well, this is where they're <laughs> supposed to be in the movie, but that was all trick talk. That was all jibber-dub. But I do like that scene there with the galaxy drive drive in, when, you know, whatever. It, it, Shining? That was a cool movie at the time. It still is pretty cool. I like the movie. Oh, I love the movie. I, I, you know, I, a good cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had to go get some Fun. corporate sponsors. Kind of like the first of its kind because they finally had like the technology to right. make cool weather movies. Yeah, it was like a modern day uh, disaster. I went, to, I went to the Universal yeah. Studios. It's not a ride. I mean, you stand there. And it's like whatever exhibit, I guess you would call it, for Twister. It's really oh, cool. Yeah. You get to see what's like in a... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Universal oh, Studios, you stand there and yeah. like all of a sudden it's like the world's starting to... Right. Apart. In the store here, it says, see the genuine pile of garbage. But, like, in the actual store, it says, genuine twister debris. <laughs> the road sign. It's just trash. Bricks. Yeah. Bricks. And, you know what uh, tourist attraction I really want to go to? I don't know if it's going to be a disappointment or not. But, you know, in all the years, because all the years I've, I've been in this area that, uh, you know, since I was a kid, I, I'd never been up to Connecticut where they had the conjuring. Ah, uh, uh, the Warren Warren House. Because I had never heard about it till the movie. Yeah. But they've all these artifacts that they collect. <sighs> Scary they've shit. Got the Annabelle doll. I want to. I've been meaning to go up there. I just haven't done it. But it is on my to do list. I'm wondering if that's going to be a disappointment. Interesting, you said that. I I would love to go there. I'm very curious about that place. Yeah. You should do it, man. That would be a whole show on its own. Is that like witches and spells? No, it's all these, objects. these little relics that they have. Oh, right. Yeah, they, they keep it tucked right. away in this room of... Uh, of um... Lizard. <laughs> Yo, speaking of horror movies and scary things, I have to just bring this up now or else I'm going to forget. And I don't know, Biscardi, if you're, you were a fan. Clark, I'm pretty sure you were. But M. Night Shyamalan is bringing back to HBO Tales... From the oh, yes, I heard about that. Oh, God, I was a huge fan of that show. I know, and don't you feel like this could be the perfect thing for Shyamalan yes. to do? A, a show right. that everyone knows, yeah. what, right. everyone knows what to expect, and the twists will work because it's horror. It doesn't, it twists are right. meant to not make sense in horror. <laughs> right, and, and sometimes they weren't even scary. They were just... You know, it was Surprising. like a mystery. So, yeah, just something with a Made twist. Think? Really scary. I didn't um, see them doing that. And then the Crypt Keeper cop pops up. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Oh, so scary. So scary. 
I love the one with Ted Danson in the movie Creep Show. Yeah. Uh, remember they did the four? The, 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 the Crate was one. That, that movie scared the shit out of me. Um, let me wrap up this list. There's one more here on the six movie locations, uh, tourist attractions you don't want to visit. And one is the Kevin Costner house that has a little bit too much Costner. Um, in South Dakota, Deadwood, which is a real-life town, um, it's called the Midnight Star, and it is the highlight of Deadwood, and they just have lots of memorabilia from only Kevin Costner movies. Audio. We're having audio issues. Worst tourist trap ever. I'm back. In my lifetime was We're probably back. south of the border. Nothing to do with movies. South yes. I want to talk about that. Yeah, so this hotel was just a Kevin Costner. Uh, sorry, I had an audio issue there. The, 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 there was too many ads on this fucking website, so it just kept oh. loading and crashing my RAM. Yeah. But um, the place had just Kevin Costner memorabilia, but not anything that he signed, just like photos from movies. It was the, considered oh, the, God. But they like filmed a, a scene from... Durham. Yeah, but they filmed one scene in that town from either Dances with Wolves or Bull Dirt, one, one of his films... But the ho- the restaurant has nothing to do with him. It's just crap from him that's not really signed by him. That is so lame. Yeah, it's yeah, very lame. It's so like it's very south it's of the border. A, like, yeah, it's such a sad attempt to to make money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Uh-oh. we have a we have a Robin Hood action figure out of the box, and it's missing the bow and arrow. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> I guess that's Kevin Costner's character. Oh, I, get- I remember being a kid. Alan Rick. Yeah. And uh, the first time I had seen yeah. Sleepy Hollow, I thought yeah. that was the coolest town in the world. Yeah, yeah, my gosh, so cool right here. It all it's happened here in New York. And, you know, there's nothing. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. Realize was... that it's a total bullshit story. And, right. And, yeah. I always forget that was Bob set in the, in the hollow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just up there. What is what south, south of the border? border? Is that the restaurant? restaurant? It's just uh, a... It's, 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 it's I always see between the bumper just, stickers. Uh, yeah, bumper, bumper stickers, stickers and shirts. The signs that go all the way up and down 95 from like, <clears throat> Florida. So I think the furthest one, the, the northernmost one I've heard was in Philadelphia. I've never seen I think the only one I remember seeing is like when you get to Virginia. I remember all the white trash kids at Unami wore, like, south of the border shirts. And you're like, ah, yeah. what is that? They're like, it's a place I went to with my parents. So I was like, ah, that's cool. I went to Disney World. I'll see you later, motherfucker. <laughs> no, is it a good place, though? I mean, it's probably pretty good, right? Uh, well, one time I was driving a, to, uh, right after my grandmother had left New York and moved to, to Florida, oh. we drove down as a family to go. and um, Delray. So <laughs> we kept seeing these signs like wow what is this place oh my god we're 500 miles away and then we start <laughs> inching more uh, towards you know, to 200 miles away and you know when you're a kid you think that's gotta be a big deal yeah your sister has and, a you know, sombrero yeah pretty stupid arriba arriba but yeah we went i never went i was kind of curious about it because i know it was popular everybody like you said had a bumper sticker and you're thinking that's a yeah. good place it's like those brew through shirts I don't yes, really, John. I don't know where like one is in North Carolina. <laughs> you just you just hit the nail on the head, my friend. I remember in middle school, people either had a South of the Border shirt or Dave Cicero, they, like a brew through shirt. I thought, what is brew through? And it was a guy surfing on a keg. 
Yeah, what was like, that? I've never seen it in my life. You would drive through beer distributor. Like you would drive oh. through it and you were in the beer distributor, like inside it. And then you would order and they would get it for you. We used to always take our friend with the fake ID before concerts and go to, to drive through beer distributors in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there was one in Doylestown you could do. So weird. <laughs> I've never seen one since. Oh, my God. I mean, I usually have open containers of alcohol open in the car when I'm driving, but I've Me never too. purchased it. <laughs> Always a road hog. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my list. I want to put that one to bed. I had to get it out of my system. Not the best list in the world, but I thought, you Wait. know what? It's kind of interesting. These are things we'll probably never talk about on the show. I, I wanted to bring it up and, and, and get it out of the system. Wasn't there one more? Um, the last one was Costner. Then what was number one? No, I think that was the last one. No, it's not this Cheers thing. Cheers bar had... Oh, the, the Cheers one. Of the cast. Yes, there was a bar that had light, uh, models and mannequins of the cast. Weird. Because cause that's what you want to do, is see... Uh, Who's the guy that played Norm? Yeah. Like just statues. I, yeah, they're still alive. Like I can, I don't need to. <laughs> right. It's like a wax museum. They're just creepy. Yeah. You know, and not a good wax museum. So. Bad museums. Yeah. So after you leave the museum, you head to the ballpark, which brings us to another salacious, sexual, dicey, and trans homophobic segment of sports with John, 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 John. Brett Favre headlines class of 2016, which is being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Ooh. Joining Favre are Kevin Green, Marvin Harrison, Orlando Pace, Ken Stabler, Dick Stanfell, Tony Dungy, and Edward DiBartolo Jr. Um, real quick. Yes. Who is this guy? His name is Penis Jones. I mean, Pac-Man Jones. Kevin Green. <laughs> Kevin Green, um, I thought he was Bob Golick. Mike Gol Bob Golick. Oh, Great yes. The... Bob Golick today. What a rice guy. Bob Golick was a defensive lineman. And he was, you know, he was in the middle of a play. You know, he's wrestling this other, you know, offensive lineman. And people fall down right behind Golick's, like, calves. So all the offensive lineman guy had to do to Golik was just push him and would have, like, you know, tore his legs up, you know, like broken his legs. Like yeah. Schoolhouse him, pushed him backwards. And instead of doing that, that offensive lineman, like, held him. Like, during the play, he, like, held him up so he didn't fall back and, like, you know, break his legs. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. What a like, hero. Saved, saved his career during a game and basically, like, Mm. It was like just took the play off. I think he deserves those kind of accolades. He's dead. He deserves them post posthumously. Posthumous. No, I agree. But yeah, Brett Favre inducted in the Hall of Fame. Uh, they were talking about that today, and it bled into that story. Favre. I heard it. Thought I had to tell it. Um, <laughs> last that guy, smart, fast-thinking man, though. If you think about it. Yeah. You know all that shit's going on so fast. I haven't Brett eaten Favre. since breakfast. But breakfast was at 1 o'clock because I woke up so late, so I, I'm still ahead of the game. Um, speaking of Brett Farr, do you guys watch his commercials? I could watch his infomercials all day long. I like Wrangler jeans. 
Okay, Wrangler jeans, but he has this one now. It has a lot of airtime in L.A. Um, the Razor. He's in the Men's Shave Club. Oh, yeah. So, But he still has, like, facial hair in the commercial. He's not actually shaven. And he's he's running. Like, he's constantly working out still. Like, he's training oh. all the time. You know, he's not popping Vicodins and sitting in his home in Wisconsin. Because that's what he's do- really doing. He's still the hero that we know him as the football player we saw. Right. So he's always running in the sunny park. And he goes, ah, the men's shave club. Where was this when I was in the NFL? He's kind of saying, like, if only I had this, I would be able to shave my beard. But he's still unshaven during the commercial. It's like a guy saying, you know, here's a commercial for a great detergent that gets stains out. But there's shit all over his shirt. Like, it's not doing the job that he's doing. But then he has another one about a back brace, about how he needs support. So he's like, I need support. If, and he uses the same line in this commercial. Where was this when I was in the NFL? Or, no, he said National Football League. Um, but he said it worded differently, like the National League of Football, because he couldn't legally say what? NFL for this commercial. Oh <laughs> it's my so bad. <clears throat> he's in another one. My point is, though, he's just doing anything for money now. I think we could get him on the show for, like, $1,000. I think well, we could get it. Brett. He that's so true, dude. He's throwing his name out there everywhere. I mean, look at him. He played football until he was one like of the 40, best. Forty-two. He played so long. That's what you got to give it to him for longevity, like Cal Ripken Jr. Oh, you know, yeah. Most games ever played. Test of Verdes. Yes. Man made of iron. Just a. Gosh, and he was such a crazy. He would get in fights with like defensive linemen, linemen far. Yeah, remember? He'd get right up in their face and pick fights with them. He eat. was very passionate. Mm-hmm. Like your twins hat that you're wearing right now, Clarice. Not the twins. Guess again, Clarice. I can't see. Oh, it's Texas. Your grace. Oh, yes, Rangers. <laughs> Majestic beast. Majestic beast. Before. Uh... Before we wrap up sports with John, can I crowbar in the fantasy football? Is there anything I need to do to prepare? Because I am really out of shit luck with this. Totally forgot. Totally forgot. We got the draft coming up. We got the draft coming up. Let's tease it because I was supposed to do it tonight, but then I got stuck doing those uh, invitation envelope stuffings. Life happens. I get it. It's in the way, but I'll do it tonight. Do we need to prepare for anything? Because I think I'm the weakest man, the weakest link here out of this draft. It's going to be so easy. Okay. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be sexual. Because I think it's like, Clark, who are you picking? Uh, uh, Otis Anderson. He hasn't played since 94. <laughs> I know, but I just played Tecmo last night. That's all I have. Oh, Jackson. Right. It'll be so easy. Like, we each get two quarterbacks, two receivers, one running back, and one defense. Or two defenses because of a bye. And then yeah. we'll just, whoever has the most whatever yards in each category wins or most touchdowns, you know, it'll be so simple, cut and dry. Okay. It'll be, it will, it'll be dumbed down with crayon for us. Yeah. It'll be a Fisher price version. <laughs> Can I mention one more thing with sports with John? Nice. If you like a team in baseball and, um, you know, you read their Facebook page, they will tweet or post the, the plays live as you go along. Yeah. I think that's great. You can't make it easier for people. I know. I mean, I'm just looking at the Orioles score, and you can just go down, and it's, I don't even have to watch it. I know. It's amazing. 
You don't even have to listen to it. I remember I used to do that when I first moved here. And it was when the Phillies, it was the year they won the World Series. I moved to Florida. It was was all meant to be. I had to do it. Uh, It's It's sexual. And I would watch the game on Gamecast on my laptop. I would sit there and just watch it update like that. Because I couldn't get it down here. You could. You just couldn't get it. Couldn't slice it. Do you guys sell uh, sweet cream? Sweet cream. Yeah. What's that? Coffee creamer. No. Uh, blast. <laughs> And now, time for a special envelope-licking finger-cut edition of sports with John, 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 Olympics, Jewish! I actually just stuffed every single wedding invitation and dinner rehearsal invitation. Wow. I think a total of, like, 250. Maybe oh my even gosh. more. I don't know. It was crazy. And then we're, we're done. We put all the stamps on them. And Heather goes, okay. Now we have to seal them. What are you drinking there? Boddington's, my second Boddington's favorite beer. That is so good. Love it. I love that stuff. And you got the pounders. Yeah, it's supposed to be drank out of a pint glass. Never a can. But I was like running back to fire up the show, so I just grabbed it out of the fridge. And you know what? When you go eat sushi, you're not supposed to mix the soy sauce and the wasabi. But guess what? Considered an act of disrespect. It's considered low class, like putting your dick in the cookie jar. I think it's like putting ketchup on a steak. Ooh. Yeah, you told me that. And I do it all the time. I'm like, oh, konnichiwa. I know what I'm doing. I'm a cultured vet at the Eastern culture. You're a pig. It's like when these Subways and Domino's Pizza does the Philly cheesesteak whatever. And they put green peppers on it. Yeah. Like, why is that? That's not on a Philly. That's that's never on a Philly cheesesteak. They didn't say the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. You can't do it. Doody doody. So yeah, I wanted to do a little extended Please. version yes. of sports because of the Olympics. It kicked off last night. Opening ceremonies. Apparently amazing. <laughs> Did you watch it? I, I missed the whole thing. Sitting in the back. I, I missed the whole thing. I read the you know the highlights of Phelps, which I thought was kind of cool. A lot of Zika right. jokes flying. But, uh, of course. But yes. No, I did. I didn't see it. I love that Zika Chew joke. That was amazing. Zika um, their their outfit is always the big thing. They always talk about that. Who's the designer? It's Ralph Lauren, I think, every year. Uh, what are they yes. gonna wear? And I thought they looked cool. They had the green or the, the like red boat shoes, white pants, and like a navy jacket, and yes. then red red, white, and blue striped shirt. But on the back of the jacket, it kind of looked like. 80s WWF, you know, like oh. it was just USA on the back of the jacket, you know, like it looked Rocky kind of cheap. Four. Like just USA on the back in white on the back of the jacket, like thick letter, like, you know, like uh, St. John Newman's High School font. in Boinkersville, Wisconsin, yeah, wrestling team. They're on fire this year. They got Kenny Greenwood. His dad was a pervert. Like the high school Letterman jackets when the the old, there's an old woman that sews those letters on those jackets. That's what it looked like on their Olympic opening ceremonies outfits. Yes. A little cheap. They were a little uh, cheapish. 
Did you see him? I'm guessing you didn't see him. I didn't see him. I was too busy focused on the condiments they had for some of those stadium. You know how they have the, the concession stands with like food at ball games. Yeah. They had because it's it's you know it's a South American country. It's very Latino oriented. No there were certain foods and no shit. The side condiments. It was salsa or salsa, depending on what part of the country you're from. What's the green one? A verde. Verde and um, Zika de Gallo. It was so weird. Oh. It was instead of Pica de Gallo, it was Zika de Gallo because of the virus. It, yeah, it was weird, man. It was a mosquito no. in there. It was weird. No. And it, I, they were they had a mosquito taquitos, and it was just it was bizarre. <laughs> the whole thing. We done. Am I done with the Zika jokes? Should I put that to bed, or can I have one more tonight? Do as many as you can. All right. But no, I did. I, you're right. I did not see those um, jackets. You didn't see the outfits. Okay. No. Um, they look cool. I, I don't know why. I always click on that when I see the headline. U.S. team opening ceremony uniforms released. Oh, yeah. You're a uniform like, mm, guy. I wonder how they look. <laughs> well, this, this year it's tacky. No, I like it this year because it's almost like. You know, they're in Rio de Janeiro, so they're almost on, like, boat, in boat, like, gear. Yeah. And they look like sailors, almost. Yeah, I read the articles on the, we have that website, the encyclopedia down there, that people can go in and chime in. Zikopedia. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Sorry. Never lose your zest for the Zika virus joke. You must never lose your zest for the majestic beast with a crane in the back, a beautiful white crane of God. It was so pretty. John sent a video today. We had this thing where it's, you're going to be saying the new piece, piece, piece. But he goes, another majestic beast. And he pants over and there's this beautiful white crane. It was a crane, right? Huge white crane, yeah. That, and that's what I miss about Florida, like in my top five, seeing those birds. My dad's house used to have like the what the the pond in the back, like the water canal. Yes, yes. And it was Western Florida, but th those birds always be just chilling, and you're like, they're so pretty. My buddy lives. It's, I mean, it's a it's it's like a pond, but yeah. it's pretty big. It's not, it's not a lake, but it's it's a pretty big pond. It's a and body we of sit water. Out, we sit out on his porch that's screened in at night. And the noises that go on out there, dude, it is like the jungle. Those, there's crazy birds that make oh. crazy <laughs> noises down here in Florida. Zikachu. But there are still mockingbirds down here. Ah, don't ever kill one. They're my fave. Copcats. <laughs> but, well, uh, yeah. Minor birds. Uh, any kind of majestic beast that I stumble upon, Matthew will be getting a video, and you will be getting an audio, and not even understand what you're looking at. I guess I should start saying, you know, I should be like, the, you know, the, the Lantana Beach Crane. The a white. True, true majestic beast. The white forested mockingbird. But anyway, back to the Olympics. I, I haven't watched, I just saw, one of the Eagles guys uh, was down there commenting. Um, football or band? Football. Uh, he played for the um, Charles to blank. Played for the Cardinals and the Eagles. He was a re he's a reporter now. Cardinals. By, by Sikahema. No, by Zikahema. 
Because he was down there because he's got fucking Sorry. Are we doing in here, Metal Lamb? Are we doing in here at the Detroit Sports Field? <laughs> Man, keep him coming if you can. Uh, so, Rio 2016. I watched the men play China today, like I mentioned earlier in the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a, uh, They, I bet you, could have beaten them playing one handed. It was just a. Th- <laughs> was it a joke? They went on like a nine-zero run. Then like China scored. Then it, then they went on like a thirteen-zero run. Then China scored. Then which they went. Ba- which um, say what was this, Jonathan? This was basketball. The the dream team. Oh yeah, of course. Dream team. I can't can't really call it that. But yeah, the U.S. men's basketball team playing China. Uh, could you imagine being in the bracket? That U.S. is, and you're like another country. You're like, oh well, we're not even going to get to the second round. Like that's terrible. We're going to be in yeah at the Olympics for like a day. Right. We're going to be screwed over by guys that can play basketball. Clobbered. Crazy. Uh, have you? So you haven't watched any of the Olympics? Uh, excuse me. What was no, that? I haven't. Sorry, I just ate. I just wolfed down this oh. chicken sandwich. From uh, Rio. It was wild. I thought you were having a slice. I was having a slice, but then there was this chicken sandwich from this restaurant chain down in Rio de Janeiro. What kind of chicken? It's called Zeke Filet. Oh, no! We, that wasn't even the full Zika, because you know the jokes are diminishing at this point. Not a lot of words rhyme with Zika, but that was kind of it. I'll do, I'm going to do one more before the show's end. That's it. Oh, I, th- I think I'm developing one slowly in my brain. Please do. Um, but no, I haven't watched it. It's been pretty exciting from what you've seen. Um, no, I haven't seen anything exciting. The only thing I do know is that the, have I said this already? Cause I talked to Heather about it. America, we won the first gold medal so far. Yes. Like we won the first one. I talked about this for basketball. Ten me- no, 10 meter rifle shooting this girl. Oh yeah. She was like 17. She went to West Virginia university. Tony Martin posted after she won like, Go Mountaineers! Right. Let's let the couch burning commence. Oh, well, of course. You know how many Americans have guns? We should, by default, win the rifle shooting. Oh, absolutely. Most ten-year-olds can fire a rifle. I think we should be good. If we don't win those, then we're really in trouble. Forget basketball. Forget losing in basketball. If we lose in rifle shooting, we're fucked. Right. We can't do it. Considering all the target practice they get on the daily. Oh my dick. In the woods. Um, so yes. yeah, that, uh, what? we won the first gold medal in rifle shooting. Good for us. Who won the, the silver? I'm going to guess I it was like know. England. Again, it goes back to these other countries that go to this for their livelihood. I don't think Americans do it for their livelihood. They can't. They have to be doing something else. A gold medal doesn't pay the rent. Right. It could That's true. A months. I guess if they go on like a winning streak, they can do enough commercials like Michael Phelps Sponsorship. did. Yeah, like or like, down there it's not really a winning streak. It's more of a winning Zeke. Ooh. Cold. But yes, um, there's so much to talk about the Olympics. How, how long do they go on for? Two weeks? Yeah, it's like, I believe it's like uh, 18 days technically. Okay. Now, I don't know what most people will think about this, but my favorite part of the Summer Olympics 
<clears throat> is gymnastics. And it all happened with the MAG-7 back in 92 in Barcelona. Ooh. Same year, the Dream Team. Uh, you know, when Carrie nice. Strug broke her ankle and still did the thing, and they got it, and they won. They were on the cover of Wheaties. And it was unbelievable. I, I, those girls are so strong. They're wild. It's hard not to be impressed. Yeah. And back in the day when the only option was to watch what was on TV or not watch anything at all because you couldn't watch it on your phone. Yeah, there's or nothing else to do. Computer, right. So you watched it, and it was so cool. So now every year I watch the gymnastics. And it's cool because they do their thing, and you're like, well, you know, they, they looked really good. I, they, they stuck the landing on that one. Ooh, that, that twist was kind of off. And then you wait, you wait for the judges to give the final score. And it's like, you know, 9.638. Oh, they won. Ah. <sighs> it's, always, it's always by the decibel. It's so good. It's exciting. It's dramatic. It's always so. by the binary code of 0.01 library tools. It is <laughs> exciting. I'm glad we're getting to do with proper sports with John. You know, believe it or not, this is my favorite part of the show. Well, me too, because... Because you're so good never, at telling them. You know, because I listen to you know, ESPN all day long. Oh, you're a sponge. You're a statistician of knowledge of poultry arena information. There's things like that that you're with, though, where you don't even try. It just sticks in your head. Yeah, like, useless things. Like, his, I can't pay my taxes. But I can tell you what John ate for breakfast, and we made a joke about it until his right. dad stopped us. Yeah. So I need you to be the judge of something. If you look at my screen right now, I have the Best Orioles cap long. coming on. Was it bent properly? Or is it still a little Copernic? It's Kaepernic. getting there. It's getting there, but... Do I need another rinse? Yes. The brim is really looking good, but the white no, I part... I skin. I, Does it need a rinse? I haven't showered. I knows. I'm sorry. Let's keep I haven't it showered today. I just noticed that. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's fine. I've been to the beach. Um, Ooh, salty. Yeah. I like to leave it on all day. Yeah. Um, it's a good cologne. Should that blue-green LJ. <laughs> <laughs> good night, hey, Ashley. You call Heather, hey, Ashley. Good night, hey, Ashley. John, there's a fungus winking at me on your arm. Oh, it's just an algae. It's fine. It's not Zika. Just a spore. <laughs> it's just a spud. <laughs> a spore. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that white part I've noticed on that hat. Um, oh, what did I do? It's, it's a, no, 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 mine's the same way. It's, it's, a, it's like a little high. Like high. Yeah. yeah, how do I get rid so of that? You got you to gotta soak that part in the hot, hot water more and bend it and mess with it and just crease it and just work it. And bend the top it part up. Because it looks more like a trucker hat than an Orioles fan. I look like I should be sucking my right. brother's dick as opposed to going to a ball game. How are we doing it here, Silver Lake? But that's how it works? Right. You got to think about it. Baseball season is like five months long. So a player sweats in that damn thing for 162 games. That's and it true. like forms to your head. So you, to speed up the process, you just got to soak that. And what you're doing is you're melting the glue oh. that's in the stitching okay. so, that it, so that it can like fold and kind of like conform to your head. The, the, the I didn't know that. Gravity will just happen. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I, d I didn't realize that. Yeah, because they're sweating for 162 games. Right. In the summer. 
like heat and, and warm. At least I don't have to play 162 games. What are last three? Because it and it's a, the Orioles cap is also very hard to pull off because it's got that it's an awesome logo, but that bird is very tough to pull off as like a cool right. thing like for right. a guy. Like you can pull it off pretty well, but I just you know I look like as a well, doofus. You don't look like an AIDSy victim. <laughs> an AIDS. Remember that? You said I think I thought about that line because I listened to the last show a couple times. It was different Ooh. things that I didn't remember. Uh, and you said that, and the rest of the day I would just like hear it in my head and I'd like laugh out loud for a second. Yeah, I did. I looked a little because you know I'm like a, a a slender guy and I got this big cap. I, it makes me look a little lazy. Right. So then you got like, you're covering the bald head. You got a. <laughs> That's why you gotta work in, dude. It looks so it's like much cancer. Better. It looks like I, have, I don't have cancer at all. <laughs> you see, you needed to conform. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get another rinse tonight. Hot water. See, I didn't conform the top part of the dome. I just concentrated on the rim, on the rim itself. Here, I just bent it a little bit. Now, ready? So, see how the the rim it looks? It's like shaped like a rainbow right now, right? It's like a semicircle, yeah. kind of. You know, it kind of fades at the end. If you curl it all the way, <gasps> then when it unbends, it'll be like how this one is here. I don't know if you can really see. It sounds like sex for the first time. It kind of gets in there real quick and it hurts, but then it, it comes naturally. Oh, what? And, then you're in and you're like, I never want to get out. Yeah, just the tip. So bend the whole thing in the... Because you said a good video, but I was a little scared to really no, do it full swing. I knew you were scared. I was half... I half-assed it. All right? I half-assed it. I did it. Like, I'm going to break it. No, you can't be afraid. You I was afraid. Beat this thing to death. It's made by hand. It's so it's not... nice, though. Yeah, I know, but and it was it's a still going to be nice when it looked better. It was a gift from me. Yes. So I'm telling you how to, how to right. wear it. I'm going to do it again. I did half-ass it, but I thought I knew what I was doing because I, I did the hot water douse. I loused it with my hands and my loins, and then and I bent the brim up a little bit, and I thought, no, no. No, no, let this dry. It'll work. But no, you really got to kind of give it a pounding. And uh, it's and built for that. I mean, you're right. You know, I never thought about it. 100... See, that looks great. No, but look, my Orioles one still needs some work. See, look, it, I got It's a little high. Like that. In the water. And just make it do that. And then it'll, it'll loosen up. And you just kind of... Oh, my God. The audience right now is getting so pissed off. No, I feel they like love every, it. Every time. <laughs> Every show we segue into hats. Can we please make that a thing? They don't, yeah, just hat hat minute. You know who's going to be talking about hats? Who? I've been chatting with Corrado the Americano lately. Corrado's going to be a guest quite a, quite, quite a bit in August. You've been sidebarring with Corrado. Well, we're in August when? Uh, we haven't earned our details. You're talking to a man that doesn't know how to take care of himself <laughs> properly. No, she messaged me, and she's like, Clark the Shark. And I was like, Corrado the Manicato. And she goes, the avocado. And she goes, Clark the Aardvark. And it was 20 minutes of bullshit rhyming names. Right. And I was just sidetracked. And then she goes, we need to do, you know, we need, I need to get on the show again. And I said, we love having you on. You know, you, I think you've been on more than anybody. Yeah. Yeah, and, I think so. And uh, she's like, any time. I said, look, Scardi's going away in a couple weeks. We're going to have a lot of, like, free time and openings and love to have you a part of it. Yeah, but we still don't know when Biscardi's leaving, remember? Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. He's got to yeah, bend in I his think, brim. I think, I think we should have Katie on. I really want to talk to her about that jet stream thing. 
And yeah, we need to clarify the situation. Yeah, I just don't remember what we were talking about. And I wonder, though, because I always get worried about with people like this, because Scotty will do this to me all the time. Scotty from The Brilliant Show. Scotty Brilliant! I want to come on the, the podcast, or we should do the show again, or, or you know, something. But then the next day, that motivation's gone. And then it's gone for, like, weeks. Wait, and do you I'm think like, we no, would lose the motivation? No, no, no. Like, someone else will do that. And I'm wondering if Katie will be like that. Like, Katie will be like, yo, I want to come on. Like, I really want to come on. And then we'll be like, hey, do you want to come on? And she'll go, I can't. Uh, but she usually always comes on. I have on. to I change know. the diaper. Oh, your little son? No, my boyfriend, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Katie as well as you. I've actually never met her in the flesh. No, uh, your problem. <laughs> no, I'm probably, uh... The flesh. I'm probably incorrect because Katie usually always comes through when we ask her to come on. Yeah. Plus, with all so, these views, views, with all these listeners and downloads we get. I know. You know, we're like a syndicated show. <laughs> I used that at work the other day. Half of my job knows I do the podcast and they listen regularly. Uh-huh. I'm starting to bring in everybody full circle to the nice. podcast. Sure, so they were yeah. like, they were talking about making plans and they're like, What's you know, I can't always just make these plans. When people want to at the spur of the moment, you know, I have stuff to do. I have a life outside of work. And I said, me too. I have a nationally syndicated podcast that listen. <laughs> like I have to. Do. And I said, it cut, like, you know, tongue in cheek. True, but they were like, true. you do. You do. Congrat. And the day I put, made that big announcement, I came in. They're like, congratulations on all the views. Oh, well, listens. Like, that's amazing. I was like, it's a pretty big, pretty big deal. Yeah, pretty big deal. I mean, that number needs to be like in the millions. But hey. It's climb. Every step counts. It's an itch of the left nut that we just got a little higher on. And it's funny because uh, people from my work listen. Oh, yeah, they're huge fans. They tweet the show, and we read the tweets, and you thought, Cornelio, you were like, oh, little did I know, it's a, it's a woman. Yeah, he's in Florence. Insulting. It's a guy. He's actually like a manager for my company. He's such a cool dude. Uh, he's so funny. He wants to come on the show. He asks all the time. And I oh, just yeah. don't, I don't know if, um, I don't know if I have the energy for that. The Shark Week thing took so much out of me. Me I don't too. know if I have the energy to bring somebody on that's never been on before right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a commitment. It's tiring walking someone through it. Look, when Biscardi goes off on um, some of those rants, and I love them, but that takes a lot out of me. I don't know if I could commit a whole show to like another Shark Week kind of thing. Not, no. not now. I mean, someday, right. yeah. But that was right. not now. I need, I need a break. I need some fun. Yeah, we need some fun. That was a. It, was he's a lot. awesome. But anyway, I, I feel like they listened, or, or Andrew Benfer said something about Cornelio. You worrying that it was a woman, and they took a picture of Cornelio at work, and with like some app made him look like a woman, and they emailed oh. it out to the whole company. And they go, look, welcome our new employee, Cornelia, as like a joke. And I go, yo, you stole our idea. Like, you made a joke from an idea that Clark came up with on the podcast. Wait, he took that idea a step forward? <laughs> Good for him. I I'm know. Proud. I it's so it's like giving birth to a little black baby. I was, <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like giving life to a character that we make up in our yeah. heads on the show that doesn't have, like, a visual aspect. 
Yeah, I saw Andrew Benford eating out of my trash can the other day. I mean, he, he, the guy's great. <laughs> Loves the show. <laughs> I woke up and I saw like six lines of emojis from him. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I almost didn't want to open it. Like, what is he doing? Is he drunk? Because I was looking at his Snapchat from the morning, the morning, this morning, from He's last great. night. He's doing a million different Snapchats of just himself. And he texted me something like, I think I got a little out of hand with my Snapchat. <laughs> and I'm like, what oh, does yeah. that mean? Like, what do I do? What, what do I? I saw do that. I, I was on that thread. Do, yeah. Do I say, uh, what did you do, Andrew? Or do I just go look? And I'm like, well, I just don't feel like looking right now. Right. And then it, finally I looked and I was like, oh, maybe he was like hammered. He might have been hammered, like the Eagles Snapchat thing from Chubby's. You know, he might have been really out there. Oh, yeah. Eagles Snapchat thing from Chubby. It's right behind you. Yo, because of this app, there was this special offer on Chubby's. The shorts looked like Rocky's boxing trunks. Oh. But you, you, they from were the reversed. first one or the red, white, and blue? The red, white, and blue. Nice. The stars and stripes, the Apollo ones. But you could flip them, and they were all gold like shiny gold member. Wow. Like shorts. So oh, sweet. Uh, you said they were just regular shorts, like boxing the chubbies. shorts? The chubbies. Wow. The short, shorts that I get that, you know, skies out, thighs out. What's the material made out of though? Is it um, cotton? Uh, no, it's it, probably it's like, latex. No, not latex. It's <laughs> like, it, it might be... <laughs> Silver. Uh, a towel. It might be like khaki. Like okay. Same, same thing. What did that? Whatever that is. Cotton. Cotton. Cool. Dotson. We got Dotson here. I noticed you bleeped out the, the name that Biscard, that you said about Biscardi's ancestry guy that he thinks is. I, I want to ask Biscardi, who does he think listens to our show? Like spies. His name is Leonard Rizzo, and he lives in San Antonio, <laughs> and he's Biscardi's relative. That might have or might not have murdered First his wife cousins. on Unsolved Mysteries. Leonard Rizzo, San Antonio. Google him. Suspected. And if he's got a problem with that, he can bring his ass to Los Angeles. Because as motherfuckers, hell, they could tolerate that kind of bullshit. But seriously, who the hell does he think listens to our show? He's like, well, I don't want to let the name out. I'm like, what are our listeners going to do with that name? Yeah. They're not listening to you anyway. <laughs> but it's public information is the thing. It's not like he, I was like, Hey, Biscardi, here's your sister's social security number. He right. said, here's the guy I'm, that emailed me on Ancestry.com. He was on Unsolved Mysteries. If you just And he said his name. And Rizzo. Yeah, just Google Rizzo, Unsolved Mysteries, San Antonio. Yeah. It's like the first 20 pages. Uh, it's not hard to do. It's, there's a little thing out there called the World Wide Web's Google Magic. You know what it's I watched like, the other day, John? It's not like Encyclopedia Days. What? It's not like Webster Days. Uh, Fire in the Sky. Remember that movie from 93? Fire in the Sky. The aliens, right? They, yeah. they like abduct them. Never seen it. I mean, I did, but I don't remember anything other than the guy going like this and his eyes going Did-y white. Sweetie. That's not quite blasphemous. I've but seen that is it. a little bit blasphemous. But uh, that I haven't seen it in a while since the theater. Yeah, yeah. I probably should have. No, it's, it was awesome. It, it was good. It was good. It, it, what is that fire in the there? sky though? That's gonna bother me. That song. You oh, just say uh, the lyric. It's from. Uh, that's it. Water, fire in the sky. It's like the first song. You learn on the guitar. Yeah. 
It's smoke on the water. It's is the equivalent to learning strange. chopsticks on the piano. It's like what they teach oh, okay. everybody. It's like, I can uh, play uh, Heart and Soul on the piano. I can play Mary Smoke on the Water. And then Blister in the Sun is like the second one. It was Blister. Oh, yeah. Blister in the Sun. Do, do, there we go. That one. Yeah. So. And I'm a walking. I strut my stuff. You could learn to learn you equivalent to learning We Will Rock You on the drums. <laughs> Chariots of Fire. Um, but yeah. So, the Olympics. Yes. It's really fun. It's really sexual. I think you need to um, give it a chance. And in the second week is when it gets better. I'm not against them. Because, you know, I know you're not. Uh, Just now is when now is when they <laughs> Now is when they qualify for, like, you know, the big deal, the big like team events, like the volleyball guys. It's, there's all like tournaments. There's the nice. individual crap in the beginning, but then there's these tournaments for the teams in the second half: gymnastics, diving, volleyball, uh, whatever else. All the other fucking sports. Uh, it's good. Swimming. Swimming. Swimming's broken down by quite a few. There's like the oh, yeah. hundred. Uh, I don't know, whatever the 100-meter uh, lap is. Um, it's broken down by the freestyle. There's the, the, there's the race. There's a lot. It's right, very hard to do. I think swimming... And the different, different distances and different strokes. Strokes. There's the breast stroke, the zest stroke. <laughs> the Tasmania stroke and the duty stroke. The butterfly stroke and the majestic bass stroke. This old man was in our pool, my pool here, Doing the backstroke one afternoon, just by himself. Yeah. It was a pretty big pool. In the rain. It was like drizzling. But he was still in there. Old dude. Doing the backstroke for like an hour. Wow. Like, it's not easy. It's good for the lungs, man. You reverse that cigarette smoke. Oh, oh do you? I don't know. I'm going to start doing the backstroke. I think. It has to be. That has to be true. I think it is. Yeah, it has to be true. That's not easy to do. I think swimming is very difficult. Um... For for long lengths of time, it's not like you can just take a break. You're you're in the water. You have to stay alive. You can't just okay. You you put your legs down, but you're still like putting pressure on. You know you can't ever relax. You know yeah, you have to keep like going, like holding your breath half the time. You know like your breathing yeah. is like way more difficult, and you're flipping around like that dolphin thing that they do. Oh, come up so hard, so much out. upper body strength. So much salaciousness. So much raw. So much Rachel McAdams. So I'm seeing Suicide suicide Squad on Tuesday. Sweet. Suicide Squad. Looks good. Panic at the disco. Critics have been crushing it. Real fans have been saying it's unbelievable. Saying Will Smith is just amazing. You have to forget it's Will Smith. That's what I've heard. Even people that don't want to see it or like no it looks pretty good you know yeah. you hear critics that normally would be on the fence about something like that pretty good you have to forget it's will smith they're saying no they said you forget it's will oh smith. wow yeah which is rare for him even though he is great no so, he's great but know, he, he always you know it's will that. smith you see that like high five you, you see him doing that to somebody yeah. in the movie while he's doing... he plays the different he roles but he's the same guy in all of them yeah. But he's great at it. But it'd be right. interesting to see him do something that's completely different. Right. Bad guy. Margot yeah. Robbie. The, guys, the guy that I heard, 
guy I heard on the radio said, said he's a sports talk guy. He's not a comic book fan, but he's like, I saw it. It was so good. Will Smith, great. Margot Robbie's amazing. He goes, Jared Leto was, like, scary at times. Like, he was yeah. scary. Like, legit, like, freaky. Wow. Like, he looks like, like, like it. Nightmares, but, yeah. He said David Bowie? No. Rest his soul. He said someone inspired him. That's still alive. Oh, oh shit. I just read was this. Was it a singer? It may have been a singer. Maybe an actor. Fuck. Robert Blake. What? No shit. No shit. I have a buddy that works in the entertainment industry out here. He's like an agent apprentice. He just hung out with Morgan Robbie recently and just said she's a lot of fun. Very friendly, very fun to just... Like, I guess there were a few people, you know, from the, the agency. Had a few drinks, kind of kicked it at some event. Said she was, like, great. She's one of those people, man, you want to like her. Loved her in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think even she's know great. who she was. I think I she's a superstar. I like, thought she was just, like, a model that got the role because yeah. of DiCaprio. And I was like, oh, she can actually kind of act. And then I'm like, oh, she's Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Yeah, she's like the new Charlize Theron. She's great. She's such a bloke, too, in interviews. It's crazy. Yeah, she's a bloke. A bloke to the poke. So. I like that accent. Who's the guy that compared... Uh, Best one. Uh, Jared Leto to which actor? Or Jared Leto said that somebody inspired him to be that way? No. So you know how um, Depp said he... Uh, Jack Sparrow was like Keith Richards kind of inspired, yeah. like he kind of modeled... Leto uh, made, created Joker with heavy inspiration by David Bowie. I can see that. Yeah, because he's kind of like, like kind of out there, like not all here, but here at the same time, but making right. it seem like I'm not here. Eccentric, but still look very he's, smart and creative. And it's like, yeah, like a lot of it's on purpose as like a defense and, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's good. I like it. I like Jared Leto as an actor, man. I think he's a really good actor. <sighs> He is intense. Even in uh, my so-called life, I hated him. Yeah, but I think you were supposed to hate him. Yeah, you put him on the he put him on the mat. He was a dick. Requiem for a Dream when he loses his arm, and that's a tough movie to watch. That's a movie I can only watch once. Yep, don't need to see that again. No, shoot him, shoot him, McGavin in hallucinations. Yeah, was, can't do it. That was a little much for me. Um, if but you yeah. go to ESPN.com/Olympics, you can watch the opening ceremonies. I see a big picture of it right now. It does look pretty awesome. But it's I don't think good. anything will top what they did in Beijing for a couple decades. That was pretty good. That opening ceremony? There were people running on a ball, but they were running like against gravity. They were like defying gravity. Running, it, was, it was like there was special effects, but it was too, like too good. real magic. John, what was the – I'm drawing a blank here. The Olympic ceremony after Beijing was – the last one. England. That's right. London. They That's did right. like, you know. Coldplay. Their growth. Agricultural growth. I'm glad they. Zest. Zest. Fully clean. You're glad they're what? I'm glad they got that bid. I was actually spending a lot of time in London during the time they were voting on it. Because it was usually like ten years, eight years before or something like that. And it was between London and Paris. And I was really happy to see London get that bid. I thought that was a cool city to have a show in because they have just stadiums like everywhere because all the soccer teams. Right. So I'm like, they should yeah. really do like the Olympics here. There's just 
stadiums like at your ass. Yeah. It was sexual. It was ass cancer esque. Why? <laughs> I can't remember why you were over there. A girl. No, I was there for. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I went there for uh, 2005 for vacation. Well, by myself. I was like, I need to take a trip alone. No to, way. I just wanted to get away. Like, I lost my job. And I was like, I just want to like get out of Pennsylvania. So I took a trip yeah. there. Met a lass. No. Did some devious things. <laughs> and then I just kept going back. Because I was collecting on Pennsylvania unemployment. So I just kept using that money. And I kept taking flights to England. I went like 10 times in a year. Um, Whoa. And I loved it. And then I was like, I have to really work now and like do things yeah I tried to it was tough they were like you have a better chance coming here illegally I was like it might come to that Sonny <laughs> but dude uh, but yeah no I was there Did for a while what's that so was it was a girl you, so you went over there to just kind of yes. explore and get away and you met yeah. a girl did she have an accent was she from oh, yeah. there yeah 100% I would have just stayed Matthew. illegally wow that's Ooh. that's disgusting I'm an American what was her name? Chantel. Ooh, Chantel. Yes. Well, you want to hear the weirdest uh, thing about this? What? So yes. we, lo- you know, it, obviously it, distance was a factor. I guess a giant so, pond. Things didn't work out, whatever. But I, I, when I was with her, I visited Los Angeles twice, Beverly Hills, because she had family there. Wow. Two years ago, I was on Melrose. See her walking on the street. <gasps> What? And I did it. I stopped and I did a double and take. You said, I stopped again. I looked and I was like, yep, that's her. Kept going. I was like, that life, uh, that chapter is over. That train has yeah. sailed. I know she right. got like married and has kids and stuff. Right. Uh, oh, okay. But I was like, you know what? That's, that's interesting. It was like full circle. <sighs> that is so weird, those moments. How did we get on this? My apologies. When you see an ex and you're like, like I don't know. It's not even worth it. You've had that happen, I'm sure. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Yeah. I would feel like you would immediately would regret saying anything. You'd be like, okay, this is why we're not here. And then, oh my God, how do I get out of this? How do I, how do I say bye? How do I say, I just wanted to, uh, I don't care. Wait a minute. What what am I doing? What am I doing? So I, I think uh, something happened in swimming today, but I didn't watch it. I don't know. Do you? Did you, did you hear anything about swimming today? Negative. My buddy, he's such a jerk. He texts he texts our a big group. He goes, is anyone watching swimming? That was amazing. Oh, what happened? The hour went by. No one said anything. I'm like, yo, are you going to tell us what happened or does someone have Oh, was everybody it? waiting? Not no. Googling? What? 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 <laughs> I just like texted him a picture of the beach. Like I'm at the beach. No, I didn't watch, but yeah. he didn't tell me anyway. There's, I love your pictures at the beach. By the way, you always oh, send these to. exciting beach pictures. If I were to send them, there'd be nobody on the beach in California. <laughs> there'd be like a few people. You, you have What's like going? the one you sent me was you know oh, yeah. come to South Florida. At the end, there's a big speedboat yeah. in the back. Yeah. There's like a swordfish jumping yeah. in the air that like high fives you with a sail. <laughs> like Dan Marino like catches a football from you. Floating coolers in the ocean of beer. Right, yeah. Hey, Ashley is surfboarding off a of Corona. <laughs> like, it's just amazing. The beaches in Florida are so much more exciting than California. Is that because the water is cold? Or yeah. Because, yeah, I guess that's got to be it. Well, I mean, if, water... you go to, 
Yeah. Certain beaches like Venice or Zuma Beach, there's like some good people, but most of them, you go there and you have the ocean to yourself. There's not a lot of people there. What about surfers? Yeah, are there a lot of surfers. Surf? Right, so they go, they use it because the waves are way better over there. There aren't any waves. Are there. they? So you, it's like a lake over here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the waves are pretty good pretty, here. Yeah. Pretty special. Pretty, pretty nipply. Uh, yeah, see, we get the warmth, you get the waves. It's a trade. It's a trade. You get the jobs, we get the Mexicans. <laughs> you get the Cubans, you get the Mexicans. Oh, love Cuban food. Do you? Yeah. The I mean, sandwiches? It's fine. What, what, like, give me an example. Like, a, 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 What is it? The, uh, the Cuban sandwich food? has the, uh, the chicken on it, the uh, peppers, uh, mustard, pickles. Ooh. I mean, it's just a good sandwich. But Fried. Cuban food in general, I don't, I don't know much about it. But I know their sandwiches are pretty good. Pretty tasty. Pretty zesty. No Zika. Is that a Reuben? Is that a Reuben? Oh, Reuben is the corned beef with... Oh, Reubens are so good, man. I know. I want to wrap a big Reuben around me like a tongue I... and just let it eat me. It's so good. The warm oozes just soak my bones. Oh, salted pastrami. Yo. It's my favorite meats. My favorite cured meat. Oh. I love hot cured way we can pull off like, you know, total magic trick uh, when you guys are here. Uh, you know, the night before the wedding, there's this place here called the Whale's Rib and they have the best Reuben sandwich. Uh, what's his, the crazy food network guy, Guy Fieri? He went to this place yeah. and ate their, their sandwich, their Reuben, and I've had it before. It's unbelievable. Is it good? My mouth is watering just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, mine is too. Oh. That's because of diabetes, but it, the sandwich. Okay, the sandwich sounds good. It's called the Whale's Rib. The place is called the Whale's Rib. It's so sweet. It's huge, and it's usually a two-hour wait on the weekends, all, oh. all day, all night. Wow. Two-hour wait, huge. The Whale's, Whale's Rib. And it's. I didn't know Precious donated a body part. How we doing in here, South Florida? Precious. It sounds so good, man. Don't you think a Reuben sandwich? And, and so when you're hungry for lunch, you get the Reuben with the chips. Oh. There's nothing like it. My mouth is drooling right now. Some swipe tie. I know. I'm tie. drooling right now, and I'm pissed because there's nowhere I can get one right now unless oh. I drive like kind of far. Mama's sweet tea. This is a whole other show right here, my friend, that has devolved. I, this is great. Yeah, this is proof we could do four hours a day easily. Easily. Could you imagine that, Ready? You get up in the morning, and instead of, like, sitting down and answering emails during your coffee and eggs, we're doing this. There'd be nothing better in my life, and I mean that. You don't have to leave. You're not on camera. I would walk around with a full blue-veined diamond cutter. I would walk around with a full... <laughs> my chubby would turn into a fat ass. It would be so great. <laughs> the diamond cutter. I've never heard diamond cutter. I know the blue vein, but diamond the cutter. Wine. What is it from? The guy, guy that owns the boatyard in, in season two. You know, the guy that's in uh, True Blood. From what show? From The Wire. Okay. You know, uh, what's his name? It's like... Uh, what is he? What, what show is he in? He's in The Wire. He's the bald dad that owned the boatyard. Remember where they were smuggling all the drugs and letting oh, shit... Oh, yeah. Sell? It was... What's his name? I forget his name, but I know he's in True Blood, True Blood too. He's the cop in True Blood. Yeah. He says it. He goes, I, I wake up every morning with a full, full-raged, full blue-veined diamond cutter. That's so fun. It's the best he, quote. Yeah. 
It's the name of tonight's show, everybody. Thanks for listening, because you'll be understanding where we got that reference. And that, my friend, thank you for giving me a whole other show for sports with John, otherwise known as SWJ on the streets. SWJ, kind of like... Yes. I was trying to think of some kind of acronym I could use with St. Jude, like SJS, but I don't know. Hey, St. Jude Colors. Love the school. Couldn't have an uglier set of colors. Maroon and gold? McDonald's, but maroon instead of red. Yeah, why not? Why not red? Red and gold. Maroon? It was. It's like the Phillies hat I'm wearing right now. It was an offensive. Maybe that's why they did it. Mm, no, but the Phillies were maroon and white. Yeah, I don't maroon, know. Maroon is tough to pull off. I don't think you can make it the the like main color. No, it's good as like an accent. Can't be yes. the main beast. It's good when one does what a hint of color. <laughs> well, one does one end of color. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just tough. Maroon to me is a sickening color. Like when you're sick. Yeah. Like I, don't I picture like, like, it. I... like corduroy. Like makes me nauseous. Throw up. Like uh, like I just ate cough medicine and I threw it up and it's maroon. Yeah, exactly. I don't know like why. blue and, and white and black. They're like soothing kind of colors that are cool. Sharp. Maroon, you're like, you just get sick. That's what it is. You get sick of it very quick. It's, it's like, like having it's a yellow warmer. car. You're just going to get sick of it. It's like hot. Yeah, right. It wears on the eye quickly. Like an Asian girlfriend. It's just going to get sick. What? <laughs> Joking. Eventually, it'll just look not like it did in the beginning. Right. Yeah, That's it's just so bizarre. The blue vein diamond color. <laughs> but I know it's late there, man. You want to put tonight in the W? Yeah, I'm gonna try to crank out a couple, uh, couple, couple episodes. episodes of The Wire. Um, you've seen that show, right? I have. When it, when it when it did its first run, I watched it with the stepdad. It was delicious. Did you? So you saw the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know there's a big death in the show. Which season are you on? Characters, season three. Oh yes, there's going to be a turning. Uh, you're you're in the beginning of it. Yeah, I'm like three into three. Well, here's who dies. No, I know, I know who it is. I just don't. I don't know when. All right, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen The Wire, turn the show off now. Wire, wire, wire. Spoiler alert! Wire, wire, wire. Um, what's his name? Dies. Omar Chalky White. He yes. dies. The Robin Hood of the Maybe. show. The Maybe. The what? Maybe. Oh shit. Okay, so then never mind. I'm gonna go watch the wire. Yeah, let's slice this show, man. You're you're at that point where you just keep thinking about that show. You're in the zone. Yes. You're like, I need to watch another one. Like a new video yes. game when you're a kid. You're like, I gotta play tonight. Yes, every so free good. minute, any free second, and I'm like, Heather's asleep. It's Saturday night. I'm gonna squeeze in as many as I can. Smoke some goddamn shit. What's right. that? <laughs> what? Okay. Right. For uh, podcast, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is going to be the official end of tonight's program. Please tweet us at the podcast, the underscore podcastle, on Podbean at the podcast podbean.com. And please download all the shows for free on iTunes. And thank you always so much for listening. From the right dugout manager of the Minnesota Twins, Jonathan Hassinger, I am Guy in the parking lot giving hammies for a free ticket, Matthew Clark, saying good night, everybody. If we don't live together, Godspeed. Then we're going to die alone. Came to Gotham's rescue 
in its darkest night And he got Russell Crowe to the train Even though it cost his life I loved him in American Psycho And maybe felt desire When he killed the dragon And saved the world And ran a fire The machinist he showed guilt, passion, and rage. But I couldn't stop staring at his rocking rib cage. Sometimes when I'm with my lady and I'm all up on her, I just close my Son 47 times And I'm not trying to come across as some kind of floozy But between my 